Everybody and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing here? Doing great, Buck. Mm-hmm. And to the left of me, you've heard him many times on the show. Uh, probably the guy was in the most shows, I would say, uh, in the third chair. Uh, the great Oscar Taeda. What's up, y'all? Uh, Oscar. Uh, for people who don't know, maybe people who are new listeners just picked up the show. Oscar was my roommate for like seven years. Uh, we played in a band together along with Buck. For a long time, and uh, Oscar has the uh, interesting denotation on the show of being the one guy that isn't here because of any other reason besides the fact that he's our friend. Like, um, I don't promote anything. No, Oscar's not no. doing anything but showing up and being funny. Nice. Um, it's funny, like if you have like uh, Casey's been on the show a million times, and Casey's like a stand-up. Kira is a stand-up comedian. Adam writes for The Onion. Oscar's just here. Because I have nothing else to do but watch the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so you've decided to come do the show with us That's this right. evening versus watch the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I appreciate not being whored out as we are by the other people. Yeah, you know. Because they just use and abuse us. I didn't say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> they just use and abuse us they, for plugs. They, they never come back. But Oscar, the great thing is, Oscar's on the show today, and Oscar decided to do the show a big favor. Oscar brought with him, and I just tweeted yeah. this out on the Far Out Podcast Twitter. Oscar brought with him a 1,500 milliliter bottle of hype beer. That's right. And uh, for people who don't know, on the old show, Low Budget FM, we drink hype beer on every show. And this is the first ever height certified episode of the Far Out Podcast. That's nice. right. Before it was OB, right? Yeah, we did have some OB one time on a show. And now we got height. Well, we have the pitcher of height. And yeah. along with the height, I also brought a bottle of what is referred to as soju. Oh, soju. Soju is a rice alcohol. It's Hebrew? Soju? No. <laughs> it's a, it is soju. <laughs> it's a rice alcohol similar to, like, say, a vodka mm. or even maybe like, like a sake kind of mm. thing. Uh, when you mix it together with the height, it's referred to as somek to, oh. to the Korean people. Oh, wow. Uh, beer alone is referred to as uh, mekju. Mm. So soju, mekju combined would be the somek. Okay, what's with the Jewish references? Yeah, it's like a Jewish robot. It's, it's like, like a mekju. Mekju. Like an Irish Jew? Yeah. Actually, if you go to Israel and order a Big Mac, it's called the mekju. Yeah, there you go. Over there. <laughs> All right, so Oscar, could you pour me real quick a little bit of height to get the show started? Because my 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 height with the soju in it as we start off here. But I'd like to thank everybody for uh, listening uh, to the Far Out Podcast. Before we get into things, a little bit of business to take care of. Uh, we have a new extras page uh, at faroutpodcast.com. 
Oh, that's a lot of soju you're pouring into my glass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you nice and toasty by the end. I like that. And uh, on our extras page right now, I put up like four previously unreleased shows that you've never heard of hmm. and some old KLSX stuff I did back in the day. So if you're starving for something to listen to, uh, this is stuff we didn't put out on the normal show stuff, but I think uh, you know people who really like the show will we'll find uh, the shows we haven't put out for whatever reason. Sometimes we don't put out shows, but uh, you'll find these fun as a little uh, B-side to what we normally do here. Sojuing it up. Yeah, so we're having a little bit of soju. Also, um, for those of you who want, I know Low Budget FM, the show I was on for a long time, is uh, they, they've uh, they're ending their run. But uh, lots of people have they want to hear the old shows I was on. Some of them which aren't available anymore on iTunes. So I have a torrent, a bit torrent, and it has like two hundred of the shows or whatever I was on. So if you hit me up, uh, email the show at show at faroutpodcast.com or Todd with one D at faroutpodcast.com, and I will send you uh, a torrent of that so you can have all of those shows, which would be pretty awesome. It's, uh, it's uh, some good listening. Um, also, so that's about all the plugs. Buck, how you feeling today? Hey, not too bad, Todd. Now we we went to we were watching Raider the, Nation one. Yes. Yeah, we we're watching the Raiders earlier today, seven and four. Thank you. It's a good time in Raiderland. It's a good thing that uh, you know who was the the Cutler got jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not sure that the Raiders would have won. They ended up pulling off, so it was good. But uh, uh, before we get into our show today, which we're going to talk a little bit about the reason why the show wasn't happening. Uh, last week is because I had a surgery, and then later we're going to get into uh, the rapper T Pain has some special rules of gentlemen's club strip club etiquette. We're going to get into that uh, on today's show. Yeah. So uh, you guys know that when you came over today, I've, I've been uh, I've been a bit crippled. Like for the last ten days, I haven't been allowed to put any uh, weight on my foot because mm-hmm. I have a uh, I have a large kind of like boot on my foot. Because I had a surgery to remove a an eight year old planter's wart that basically rooted it. Oh man, the soju night is making yeah, me work. It, it rooted itself into my foot, and so I had this wart for years, and so I just had it removed with a laser surgery. Now, di- are you suffering a like separation anxiety from the wart? Yeah, like eight years. That's a long term. I mean, the the wart was like <laughs> that's the, a long time. The wart was like qualm, like in a you know what was that. Oh, oh yeah, in total total recall. Yeah, like in total recall, like the the wart was like part of my sense of being after a while. Like it, it like I knew when bad weather was coming. Like you know the mm. the wart would it would uh, warn you. Yeah, it would warn me. Like it's going to be cold, Todd. <laughs> it's going to be cold, I'm good, man. So like the, the thing it's was, I, I went in for surgery, and I was a little scared because they had to put me under. Right. And uh, as as I got ready to to go under, like I'm in there, I'm in the nursing. Like the gown, like they have the big ass, like you know, blue plastic gown, and I'm sitting there, and the uh, anesthesiologist, this really cool Vietnamese guy, comes by, and he's, you know, okay, t- uh, do you have any questions? I'm like, of course. I'm like, what are you gonna give me? Like, well, t- what you knocking me out with? Yeah, hmm. he's like, we are going to give you the thing that they gave to the, uh, and he kind of like he did not. And, yes, and he gets close to my ear, and he goes. What they gave you to Michael Jackson? <laughs> and I was like, yes, propofol. Yeah. So <laughs> share your propofol, Todd. Share your propofol. And there's nothing more I wanted out of this experience but to be given propofol. So when I got into the uh, theater where they went to perform the operation, 
Were there, was it theater seating? Like, were there people watching? No, I mean, but it, what they call it the they call it the uh, Operation Theater is what they call it. Hmm. I mean, it's not they give out a playbill, which is like uh, this is Todd uh, Todd's wart. Just makes it prestigious. I was in the Operation Theater, and so they got ready to give me the propofol, and they they put it they injected me with the propofol, and the thing was the propofol like it burns like when you inject it like my veins, and I was like, oh wow, that hurts, and then like just wait a second, <laughs> and then like. Two seconds later. Right before they injected you, did you go, give me my milk? (laughs) (laughs) I want my milk. I like some milk. Bubbles. That's horrible. Conrad Murray. That's like the last words. I I would have paid extra dollars (laughs) to have Conrad Murray give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) They gave me the propofol, and it was like literally like a good 15 seconds after. I was like, wow, that burns. And then they're like, just wait. And then I just woke up with the doctor looking at me going, the wart was bigger than we thought. I had to hit it with the laser three times. I'm like, what happened for the last two hours? Wow. And the propofol, I can't understand how Michael Jackson, if the propofol is not working, then you have a serious addiction to, to painkillers. Yeah. Like, your tolerance is pretty fucking amazing. Like, Michael Jackson and propofol must be me and a shot of Jameson. Like, you know, it does nothing to affect a man. Right. And I've said many times I can't be killed, but this shit, I met my match. <laughs> So the propofol was crazy. Like I've been off my foot, and the interesting thing is, when you can't use your right foot for an extended period of time, there's certain shit you can't do. Like I was, um, I remember after the thing, I was on Vicodin too, and Vicodin constipates you. Hmm. Like you can't shit when if you take Vicodin, you're not going to shit for like days. Like it just backs you up. Hmm. So you, you gain weight, but it's poo weight. It's not actual weight. <laughs> And I was just stuck in my house for days. I was losing my mind. And I, I went to take my first poop after like three days. Yeah. And you don't realize that you need both feet on the ground to take a shit. <laughs> like you got it in order to push. Because you, know, you push. It helps. And, and when you push, when you're in a seated position to make, make, make brown, you, you think about it. Right? You're sitting where you are in your chair, right? Yeah, both, both feet on the ground. I don't want you to shit, but I'm just saying like the, the motion. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing this right now. The motion you do while shitting, it requires both feet on the ground. If not, you're going to like shit to the side or like you just, you can't get a good in there. So you end up kind of moving. You, you put like one hand on a wall right. and you, you get in there and then, which it's difficult now. And then the wiping part is even more difficult because try, imagine keep, keep one right foot off the ground and try to wipe, right? You got to get your ass cheek. Like you can't, it, it screws up the entire thing. Didn't you ever go to Europe? I've been to Europe. I think it was France where I first encountered the stand-up shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was some shit. And Try it with one foot. My aiming was off. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit off of the hole, and I didn't know what to do, so I just... How, what happened? Huh? What happened? Well, it was just a hole in the ground, right? Yeah, and so it was... It was a train station. Where did it land? And I remember they charged me for toilet paper, too. And so, I know the fucking French and so it's like I was already pissed and I just took a shit and I think I was you know I didn't know what to do because it wasn't like a flush thing but I think I was supposed to make it in the hole I did yeah you gotta <laughs> aim right yeah it wasn't good like you're on your pants though, my aim no but thank god yes European people got butthole aim and we don't have that here exactly you and know, I was so trying on my way off <laughs> way, way off, off. So way you're, off. you're like Shaq taking a free throw <laughs> we're, we're spoiled we're spoiled we're spoiled in this country with the uh, sitting on the toilet but I, but I know what you're saying about the foot and everything because at, at some point I'm like god what do I 
What do I do here? A friend yeah. of mine once had a grandma from Japan, and she came over, and she had never been to America. And uh, she went to the bathroom one time, and she was having a problem, and she called for somebody, and the guy walked in, and <laughs> bitch was standing on the toilet. <laughs> 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 trying to make it. this little Japanese woman was like balanced on the shitter trying to like make it like you you end up shitting on some of like your uh, some of the knickknacks in your bathroom if that oh, happens yeah. so she must have really thought a lot about Americans like wow these guys could shit steady like this holy shit we have advanced toilets in Japan too. Yeah. it's like grandma you shit on my national geographic next to the toilet like what's all over wrong? yeah so, I mean, it's been hard. And then the, the night of the surgery, I had tickets to go see Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. Oh, yeah. Wasn't going to happen. I couldn't make it. Like, I asked the doctor a couple of days before, and he was. I was like, can I go to out to UCLA, which is about 40 minutes away from the house, UCLA to go see Noel Gallagher from Oasis, his band, and I had tickets with Oscar, and he was like, ha, no chance. So, mm. Oscar went, and you, you ended up enjoying the show, right? That was a great show. Oh, you thanks. Know, I mean, to tell you the truth, it was really one of the best. It was a great show. Yeah, I mean, if you like the new Flying Birds record, yeah, it was, yeah, it was really, really good. It's a really good record. Yeah. You pretty much played the whole record and then like five Oasis tracks. Yeah. Half of them acoustic. It was really good. They play, play, play uh, yeah. and anytime you see Noel Gallagher playing Don't Look Back in Anger in front of a big crowd, it's a good time. The best was actually uh, as you're walking up to the theater, um, there's a guy with this massive sign that says BDI. Promoting the BDI show this Saturday. Oh wow! So right, and it's all, Liam Gallagher from Oasis is solo act. Right, right. So like, there's this guy in the front, like as you're walking in with the big BDI sign, and it's all like lighted up in different colors, and he's like spinning it, like one of those spinning signs. Yeah, he's spinning it, and he's like showing it off, like basically come to this show. Yeah. And there's a bunch of European, there's a bunch of English people. And they all at, freak out, yeah. At the show. There's it's a like a soccer show right. going to see exactly. an Oasis guy. So, right, so, you know, as these, as everyone's walking in, these two guys walk up, uh, heavy English accents, and they're like, ooh, can I take a picture of that? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, absolutely, take a picture of it. And the guy's like, uh, mate, can I, uh, do you mind if I videotape it? And he's like, no, go right ahead. And, of course, the American guy says, what are you going to do, put that on Facebook? And he's like, yeah. something like it. And then he just videotapes and walks away. And I was like, what is something like it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Something like it. for it. Man for it. So it was, it was really good. And like, you know, the entire time, the English fans that were there were just talking shit to Noel the entire time, which is kind of neat. That's what people do. English people at the show, they talk shit. And then Noel Gallagher talks shit back, which is the best oh, part of it, the yeah. show. Yeah. It, was, it was really good. Like, what kind of shit talking were we talking? Like, they were just calling him a wanker and, <laughs> and, and worse. Wanker. And worse. Like, Why would you pay to see a show and then hate on someone? And, but not even like from like the front seats. It was like people in the balcony were like referring to him as a, as the c word. Like, like yeah. you know, fucking cunt. Yeah, yeah, fucking cunt was constantly being thrown Why? out. I don't. And get he's that. just like going with it. And that's like love because they're, oh, yeah. they're a bunch of shit kickers. They're from the shitty part of England. They're from Manchester, which is kind of like it's kind of like a if you had a rock band from like Compton in America, and then they'd sit and talk shit and they talk shit back, and that's you know, the way shit runs. But um. And then also, a week out, I couldn't go to uh, Mike, my good buddy Mike Chaffee works at Jimmy Kimmel. And he got me backstage to Morrissey. What? Morrissey was playing at Jimmy Kimmel. Wow. And I couldn't switch the names on it because it was like a, a, a really tight list kind of thing. And like they, it's like name only kind of thing. So at last minute, I couldn't change the name. But the doctor wouldn't let me go see Morrissey at Jimmy Kimmel. And I was going to take my wife. He prevented you. He said, don't yeah. Morrissey. 
Yeah, so I couldn't see Morrissey. I missed Noel Gallagher, and I've just been sitting on my ass going crazy the, the last couple of year, uh, days. Years. <laughs> and we, we had to cancel recording, but now finally we're back together, so I'd like to thank everybody. Uh, I'm now Vicodin-free. After being mildly addicted to Vicodin for days. Yeah, it doesn't seem uh, like it. Yeah. Yeah? Here, you no? got your stash. We know what's up. We'll take a pill after the show. You ain't taking a crap, that's for sure. Yeah, there's no way to do a show on Vicodin, so it'd be just be like... Hilarious, Todd. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. See, I'd, I'd be a good side man for this. Show your bed. It would sound like the Michael Jackson where they had the audio of him. <laughs> that was all bad. fucked up. Was like, yeah, that was bad. He sounded like Maya Angelou. <laughs> it was like, it was like, I want to help the children. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I, I'm getting better. I'll be be back in uh, good uh, work soon. But so I'd like to thank everybody for being patient and us not putting out any uh, new shows during this time because of my injury. No worries. Yeah. What happened to Michael Jackson's tree? Uh, Neverland Ranch. The one that he was, the one that he would climb on. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Did they tear that thing down, or is that tree still there? It's probably, it's probably the one where it's like, I wrote my songs here. This is my dreaming tree. Yeah, the dreaming tree. Yeah. Have you seen my childhood? <laughs> Have you seen my childhood, Oscar? <laughs> I've been thinking a lot recently about my childhood. Jesus. You know, sitting around the high and Viking. See, there's home. a reason that song was not a hit. <laughs> My life has been like the king of pop recently because I've no, been uh, take propofol, lots of pills. You know. When uh, during my bachelor party, Buck here and Oscar, you guys both, we all went to a uh, gentleman's club. Yes. Right. Now, I think that uh, there's, you know, we got a lot of dudes who listen to the show and we have some ladies that listen to the show, but I was thinking we should somehow, given our knowledge of the club, we should team up with somebody who knows a lot about strip clubs in order to help the audience better, uh, I would say... Learn the, the best kind of etiquette for the club. Familiarize them. Yes. Yeah, to, to help them just in case they go to the club and they don't know how to behave or whatever. We should get some advice from an expert. Now, uh, there's a rapper known as T-Pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. That, no, no, that's wrong. No, that's a little that's not Close. Not? No. Him? No. No. Try it again. No! <laughs> not it? That's him. That's him. That's him. Yeah. I like, wait, wait. I like the fact that you could have a complete hip-hop catchphrase with saying, not no, <laughs> but yeah. So you find the yeah. guy who's, who's really popular with the yeah, and then you'd be like, well, let's just do no. That should be popular. It's like, it would be the equivalent of Hammer was like, can't touch this. If someone was like, yeah, you can touch this. <laughs> you can touch this shit. It made a whole hit about being able to touch whatever that is. <laughs> And so a T Pain, what was it? What was the big hit he had about the club, Buck? Uh, you're right. You're just putting me on the spot with this shit. I don't know. <laughs> T being in love with the stripper. Oh, I'm sorry. T Pain, not not a uh, little John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was. I'm in love with the stripper. 
Come over, cheapo, You never heard this? No? I think I have my Again, wife. I played it in the car. Like uh, in my tape deck right now, John Tesh and you know T Pain back to back. Yeah, because that's all I listen to. T Pain has like a slash hat too, which is kind of weird. Like yeah. shouldn't slash like call out T Pain like yo <laughs> like motherfucker? Yeah. yeah, like slash and Abe Lincoln should get together and uh, <laughs> diss T Pain for uh, stealing his look. Yeah, it's like you know I don't. I don't know. It's a, kind of the hair too, yeah. Yeah. With the hat. Yeah, that's kind of it's 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 a bad move. So I mean, uh, Oscar, do you go to gentlemen's clubs often? You ever, you ever go to the gentlemen's club? Like, man, I, I know you once got a nickname for being in the club. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have. Right. So I was in I was in Mexico once. Oh well, let's get into it then. Well, may as well, right? Well, well okay. Well, I, I looked at Oscar thinking, is Oscar going to tell this story or are we going to move on? And then Oscar eased into it. I love this. This is a good story. You know, this is a good story. Buck, I used to, too. I used to, I used to, I used to frequent the, uh, the stripper clubs. I mean, I think I went yeah. every once in a while. We went we to, used, we, we used, used to go all the time. We right? used to go one that was right up the block from my house. They tore it down, they right? Tore, they, they closed it, no. which we moved in and it was closed and I was bummed out because I really liked it. But, uh. So, right. So I went to Mexico, uh, Many years ago, like okay, eight years ago or something. No one and goes to Canada for the strip club, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Always go to Mexico, right? So I went to Mexico and we're hanging out, and you know it's awesome in Mexico. Anything you do in Mexico is always awesome because they always give you a bucket of beer. Yeah, <laughs> you can't go wrong with a bucket of beer. But also the girls are a little bit more uh, willing to oh. willing to please. Well, willing they, to they, make a buck. They aim to please, right? So yeah. of course, you know, I get like this, hospitable country. I get this lap dance from a girl for like. Ten dollars, I think maybe ten dollars is even too much. Right, right. As, as far as <laughs> you were overpaying, I was overpaying, but but she hooked it up, right? So anyway, so like, I was with this girl, and then all of a sudden, she started squirting milk out of where? Out of her, out of her breasts. Okay, wow. good. It's a good place for milk to come. Anywhere else would have been really weird. But been weird. Into my mouth. <laughs> I did. Okay, now wait. Let's paint the radio picture. How close was the nipple to your mouth? Like, did she it was back up the, and squirt, or was it? I was, I, 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 you know, I think that it was like an innate, like a reaction. It just went for the to the boob. Oh yeah, because like, like a, like a, like a newborn like a baby. baby. Like yeah, I just right went, I went for the boob, right? And then she started grabbing the boob, and then milk started squirting into my mouth. Oh. Wow! And I was like, okay, I need to not do that. I need, I need to stop. I need, I need to, I need to lay off the boob. Is that what happens this. when I do that? Oh shit! <laughs> I need to lay off the boob. So I laid off the boob, and I'm like, you know, doing my thing, letting her do her thing. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, my mind went blank, and I was on the boob again. But <laughs> I like that. My, that, that my mind went blank. Now, were you, were you, were you like sucking the nipple, or were you, was it she squirting from like a six inch distance? Like the, um, was it like the pepper spray guy at the Occupy Davis with this pepper spray? Like, no, right? like maybe the third time she started squirting from a distance. <laughs> the third time. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first two times it was, I was right on it. Yeah, definitely right on it. And, for the third time, uh, and then you like, backed off for the third. And then time. I yeah backed off for the third time. And then the and, third time, she she super soaking. It was basically she was <laughs> super, super soaking. soaker. Yeah. And it was just my face at that point. Gnarly. She super soaked just my on face. the eyes. Yeah, you know, breast milk doesn't taste that bad. Mm. I, what it tastes like? It just tastes like low fat milk. Not like Which skim I'm a milk. fan. Skim milk's kind of gross, but low fat. Is- I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of low fat milk, so I, I was cool with it. And so then, yeah, so it was good. I liked it. I mean, I liked it at oh. the moment. Then I realized how disgusting and gross You're it was. You're probably pretty drunk, I mean. So then, of course, I, the moment I went home, I had to get tested. For? 
for every single kind of <laughs> every single kind of disease I could what possibly What you got? Get. Yeah, what you got? I was like, I need to make sure I don't have anything because you know I think it can be true. I was like, I was not sure if it yeah, can be transmitted. Yeah, but you can get you can get AIDS from breast milk. It might get I might get something. So I was like, let me just go ahead and get tested, and I'm cool. Everybody, I'm clean. So you good? You good? I am clean. That's a but but from that I was uh, I was given the nickname Leche. Yeah, they called it nice <laughs> for years, and still today I have friends who see me, and every once in a while they'll be like, Hey, that remember I told you about that guy Leche? That's that's, le- that, that's Leche right there. That's him. And then people just walk up to me like, Oh shit, you're Leche? I'm like, Yeah, hey, I'm Leche. Yeah, it's like, the legend of Leche. Yeah, yeah well, that's good. Th- thanks for sharing that on the show, Oscar. Yeah, I, 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 I really, threw it out there. I didn't know if you'd bite on that, but uh, that's. That's why we ask him back. No, nobody knows me. It's okay. I'll share anything. Uh, yes. Uh, so Oscar got known as a leche for. I've never had the uh, breast milk offered at a, a gentleman's club in the United States. I've never been to a, a strip club down south. Uh, but we. So Oscar here has a list of uh, of the uh, of T Pain's do's and don'ts from from the strip club. So let's break these down and uh, see see where we've uh, had experience this way or or not. All right. Yeah. You ready? So number. No, it's no. It's, it's, not, no. it's not. Nah. Okay. No. Number one, don't throw money on. Don't throw money down and then pick it up. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a rough move. Let yeah. me get that back. I think this happened recently, and someone got. In, it was a football player or two football players went to a strip joint recently, hmm. and were throwing money like throwing thousands of dollars, and then this at the end of it they were. Picking, picking it, it all up and the girls got pissed and they got kicked out and it was like a big thing was it Cromarty because like he was like wait no I got child support to pay to 13 children I, I don't know uh, either way okay so don't throw money on the don't table th- well that's I mean that's fair the funny thing is Oscar has a very unique way of throwing money at, at the oh. club Oscar yeah, this, yes. Oscar and I were at <laughs> I think this all started Oscar and I were at a, a gentleman's club in, in San Francisco I think he bought it it was about a year ago after we went to a Raider game. We had some friends in town, so we ended up stopping by a gentleman's club. That's right. And with, with some of our friends. That, and this was a hoity-toity place. Yeah, this was like a fancy pants uh, club in uh, San Francisco. And the difference between San Francisco and L.A. is L.A., you get all the crazy fake boobs. San Francisco is more hippy-dippy, so no one has fake boobs right. in San Francisco. Right. So you hmm. notice, you're like, is that a real boob? What's wrong with Because I'm used to seeing fake boobs right. all the time at the club. But uh, they, they had real boobs, so that's how you know it's going to be a really expensive club. Because it's real nice boobs, but Oscar Oscar would wad together his dollar bills, and so they were like they were less like throwing money, more like throwing a projectile. And he would aim like I'm gonna hit this bitch in the ass, and, then, <laughs> and like chuck him up. You're giving the stripper welts for yeah. one dollar. If it's you throw a twenty, if you're gonna chuck it at her like forty five miles an hour. No, I mean I don't make it rain, I make it hail. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oscar was like a Nolan Ryan at a strip club. Like he was just like he he, he was giving welts. Yeah. <laughs> now I usually I don't know I I usually I just kind of toss or usually I go up to the front and I just try to put it in the uh, yeah. in the thong. Yeah. And that I mean that's what I do. Or sometimes they get they. I just, just kind of roll the quarters over sometimes. Yeah, you Dude. go quarters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. You think it's nineteen fifty? I'm on the cheap. Kitchen <laughs> pennies at the <laughs> strippers. I just roll them. Yes. You can't be leche and just start like you know nicely place a, true. a bill. Leche, yeah. leche works with a different. They they know that leche is in the, the house. The, per, the persona all of a sudden comes yes. out. Right. They're like uh, <laughs> leche always offer uh, orders a white Russian when he walks into the strip. That's of, true. All right. What else we got? Okay. Here? So what he says here is again. So don't throw your money down and then pick it up. Uh, that's the number one thing not to do. Yeah, number two is don't go broke. Oh, that's fair. Don't go all broke. Right. And along with this, don't sit. If you only have $10 left and try to make it last the rest of the night. Yeah. 
That's fair. Like, you don't sit, like, right up, because there's, there's, you can either be the dudes who are sitting right up front, yeah. like, while the, the stripper's doing her dance, they have the seats right in front, or they have, like, the back area where people hang out. If you sit up front, you got to at least give up at least $3 per, per girl right there. Right. Right? Like, you got to, like, don't sit there and be a cheap, if you're going to be a cheap ass, sit in the back. Right. You know, but if you're going to be a cheap ass, probably don't go out that night. To the, to the strip club, like right. go to your dive bar. But uh, if you're gonna do it, yeah, don't don't sit right up front, or else that that's that's weak sauce. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, uh, uh, certified by Lecce. Yes. Uh, Stamp of approval. Next, T Pain says, uh, "Don't talk for the don't talk to the girls for too long." It's like when they come sit next to you, like when you're sitting down, the girls like, "Hey, how's it going?" Yeah, don't tell them your life story. He says. Um, once you tell him your life story, chances are she's going to tell the next dude your life story or tell one of the other strippers your life story, and that's pretty whack. That's like got to be says. pretty good, like the end-of-the-night stories that strippers get from dudes. Like, if you're a guy emotionally unloading on the woman, it's like, oh, man. Like, she sits down next to you. She's like, hey, how's it going? And you're like, oh, man, man. My boss was a dick today. Like, you know, she don't want to hear that. No one wants to hear that shit. I once was engaged in some stripper talk with, like, the stripper sit down next to me. And uh, she just wanted to gab with me. So we're talking about music or whatever. And I was like, all right, she was kind of cute. I was like, maybe she got good taste in music. She, and she was like, I, you know, I was singing some of the bands I like. And then she goes, I really like the Insane Clown Posse. Oh. Wow. And I was like, really? You're like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, you are, you are a damaged, you're, damaged woman. You're a juggalo? It's like, are you more into Violent J or uh, who's the other guy? Oh. Violent J and uh, Dipshit. Dude, and they, dipshit. They yeah. they still have a huge following, guys. It's massive. It's I know. Ridiculous. When we did it, when we we had our rap group, the Chubby Chasers. Half the fans were ICP fans. So, nice. I, 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 for for a little while, Oscar, we were big in the ICP community. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, one time I got suckered into this. Uh, Oscar, if you could pour me a little more height, let's show you that would be awesome. Um, I got suckered into this one time. I was uh, I had a little bit of time to kill, and it was like during the middle of a day. And I had like the day off work and I had a job interview. So I was like killing time. So I had like two hours or whatever in between whatever I was doing. So I was like, I'll just stop by this club Fantasy Island in LA. And I was like, I'll just get like a bite to eat sure. and see some ladies. They got good food there. Right? Yeah. And so I sit down and I'm making it clear that I'm not in to have a good time. I'll just look at like the girl dancing or whatever. And there was like this really sweet English girl who had a really nice stomach and a nice butt, and I was just gabbing with her. And I kind of made it clear that, like, I wasn't down for the lap dance or whatever. And it looked like to me, like, she was pretty clear, like, she wasn't down. So we, we ended up talking. We had a really good conversation. And so for about 15 minutes, I was like, oh, I'll buy you a glass of wine. You know, thank you, Oscar. And uh, we'll hang out. Lo and behold, after a while, I was... Uh, you know, just hanging out, and I thought she's she's not going to ask me for a dance or whatever. At the end, she's like, "So you want your dance now?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." And I ended up <laughs> taking the dance. I didn't want to spend that money. I didn't want it to happen. But I, 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 I gave her a pity lap dance, which is weird. It was because I got the lap dance, and then when she gave me the lap dance, the weird part was that there was a little bit of fur on her back. You ever see a girl with a, like a happy trail, like a patch, and like an ass happy trail, but it's like it's like blonde hair, but it's weird. She had it's peach like, fuzz. Yeah, peach fuzz. Yeah. She had English peach fuzz. Mm. That's it's fucking right. weird, man. I don't know. I don't like. So it. when when mm. you received this dance, did you um, were you acting all hard or were you like acting like? Did like, I get erect? 
No, like were you like being like tough guy? No, no. I, like, know, I, know, like, I know there's a there's a friend that we had or uh, have that yes. would uh, you'd you'd go to the club and yes. he would just sit there with a really straight face and like yeah, and all hard straight face dance when like the girl was like you know putting his her boobs in her in yeah his yeah yeah no no <laughs> no really, I, really really like you know hardcore like, I don't know I'm, how to I'm, I'm not reacting to this wow like sitting bull or were you just like you know. Chilling, I enjoying. I kind of goofy because the girls they kind of let you touch a little more when they know you're non-threatening. If you look hard, then they're gonna get upset if you try to like touch a little butt or whatever. Right. But if you look like just like the nice nerdy guy, like girls are like, oh, you're so nice, so cute. And then uh, then then they're like, oh, they don't mind because it's not like I'm a rapist. And smack right. that ass. Yeah. Oh, this guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and out of nowhere. Can I go ahead and continue here? What else so, we got so, so the next thing that T Pain has to say is when it comes to physical contact, some guys start acting all tough and everything yeah uh they put their game face on like a uh, friend. And, and that gets really scary as he says yeah, no need. Uh, don't want uh you don't want to act hard when you're touching up on girls i, I agree and that's i think that, that that's pretty solid uh let you approves. Yeah, that's let you approve behavior. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I try not to. I just try to act like kind of golly gee. Like I think the girls like it when you're a little Richie Cunningham about shit. Sure. And they're like, oh, so cute, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, it works. What, what else we got here? Uh, don't get too drunk. Mm. Uh, that's been a sip, problem. Sip yeah, every now and then, because if you drink too much, eventually you're just going to be drunk and horny, and then you're going to have no money. And then you just keep spending. Yep. And then you like, money. I will go back to the ATM one, one more, more time. time. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I really like this girl. That's the bad thing when you have the dance. You have like two dances. You spend $40, and then she's like, you want some more? And you think, this one's going to go a little further than the last exactly. one. Exactly. This and one's going to put her over the top. Yeah. Nope. This one's going to really work, and then I'm going to nut on myself in the strip club, <laughs> which is probably a worse situation than you really want wow. to happen. Wow. And, wow. Uh, oh. and, so, and so then you end up uh, paying for another one. You know, I was recently, like uh, three weeks ago, I was in Miami. I went on a trip to Miami. Miami. Yeah, I went to the home country. Yeah, Oscar is Cuban, so it's kind of like going back. I went back home. To the homeland. Yeah. It's like a free version of the homeland. Exactly. So I w- we went to Miami, me and my girlfriend, and we were hanging out with a friend of ours. We were hanging out at a bar, and at the bar, they gave free tickets to a strip joint. Oh. So, I, I mean, I'm not, I've never been, excuse me, to a strip club with a girl. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I've, I haven't been with uh, a woman I've been dating. Right. So I'm like dating this girl and like, you know, my friend's like, hey, we got free tickets. And she was like, let's go. And I'm like, really? Mm, I'm not sure if I want to go. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is, there's no win there. Yeah. I there's mean, nothing you could do that's right. You know, all of a sudden, you know, the real me comes out and then what am I going to do? I'm with my she girlfriend. She did not know that she was dating Leche. Actually, she does know him. She was she's dating Leche. <laughs> you told her that? I told you her that. You tell that to your girlfriend? Yeah, I told you, her. When did wow, that come up? You must up? have a that very was, honest relationship. That was me being hard. I'm like, this is what I did. What's up? Yeah, are you right. going to deal with that? I like to drink titty milk. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, you're right. So anyway, so the thing in Miami, and for those of you who live in Miami, you might know, the big thing in Miami is the thong lift. What's a thong lift? Hmm. It is butt implants. Oh. Hmm. Now, can you tell like with the boob implant, you could tell a boob implant. Right. Can you tell an ass implant? Uh, dude, all right. So we were there and there was this girl with like a... She had like a coffee table ass. It was like humongous. Shelf butt. It was huge. It was like, it was absurdly large. Yeah. Put your drink on it. You could put your drink on it. Right. right. And, put your drink on and it. And we were sitting there and of course me and my girlfriend were like, oh, 
she went to the spot because there's like one very famous spot there where you can get your thong lift on. Right. So we were like, she had to have gotten a thong lift there. So anyway, we're, we're, one. I don't have much butt. Yeah. So we were sitting there watching her and then my friend was like talking to her and then all of a sudden he gets up, gets his dance on with her mm. and comes back and we were like, hey, so, so was it, was it fake? Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That shit was fake. How did he know? Could you tell? No, I couldn't tell. <laughs> so, he could not tell if it was real or fake, but he just assumed it was. Yeah. So this is something else to be on the lookout for. The thong lift. Fake ass. Dude, yeah. fake ass. How does that work for the girl sitting on the toilet? I don't know. Like you have a fake ass. I don't like know. Hopefully titties, she doesn't can't... have a bum foot, because if she does, she might really have problems. <laughs> Damn. The fake ass. Now, is it silicone or... I don't know, dude. But there's like one major guy. Even they have commercials for this dude in Miami. Luis Rodriguez, the fake like ass master. Yeah. And it's called the thong lift. The thong lift. Hector uh-huh. Bernstein. So I looked yeah. it up online. I looked. I Googled thong lift. Mm. And it's not just pictures of girls. Oh, dudes get it. It's pictures of dudes getting oh, their thong lift. And I then I was like, okay, I got to Getting the thong on. Probably big in the yeah. South Beach gay community, I imagine. Yeah, wow. yeah absolutely. Right, anything else in there, Oscar? Okay, so here he don't has a... a thong he has lift. like a a list here so thou shall not fall in love with the stripper oh, this is this is actually there's a secondary list oh oh that's this is Rashan Jamal just in case if there's anything else interesting in, on that list if you look he's got like a, a top 10 just in case there's more there's a guy named uh, Rashan Jamal this who, is, who, who I believe is like a rapper he's like play it it's only the top 4 for, uh, for for T-Pain now is there anything else in there that we should uh, pay attention to that T-Pain has not hit on Okay, yes, absolutely. So, thou shall not fall in love with the stripper. That's number fair. one. That's good. I, I had a, you know, a buddy of mine, uh, I would, I, I've been at the club, and the guy's like, I really think she liked me. And you're like, no, <laughs> she, she doesn't like you. Like, but I, I've had moments where before I thought, I think this girl likes me. You and, you and the stripper had a connection. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think we did, like a, a spiritual connection. Nice. There's some good ones in here. So, thou shall not pick wisely. Thou shall not pick wisely? Yeah. Thou shall not... Pick wisely. Not pick wisely. Why? I don't know. Just don't pick. I, I think you should pick wisely. I think when you go to the club, like, uh, guys, you, you might know this. If you've been to the strip club with me, you know I sit and I'm, I'm like a sniper in the woods. <laughs> and I wait to see every girl in the room. Because I bring my money and I say I got X amount of money I'm going to spend. I will not spend more than that. I'll be like, I got $100, $100 to spend tonight, a lot on drinks. Maybe two, three lap dances, and I'll wait to that one girl I like, and then I'll blow my load financially fucking, on, yeah. the, fucking on this one. DC one sniper, this chick. I'll sit and I'll wait in the woods, and I'll wait. Yeah, I'll de- I'll de- Muh- DC, Muhammad, whatever, his whatever name that is, shit. Sniper, oh. Yes, that yeah. was bad. That was bad. I'm <laughs> making bad jokes right now. That's bad. All right. Yeah, it's uh, fine. It's been long enough. Thou shall, has it really? I, mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it has. I don't dude. think there's a statute on dude, that. So, yeah. so long as a caprice still exists on the road, you cannot use that joke. You, you cannot use that shit. Uh, thou shall not infringe on your boy's dance. Of course uh, not. That's great. Yeah, no. That, I mean, that, that, that's clear. When the dude's getting a lap dance, you know, like, bro- hey, dog, could you move your car? <laughs> I gotta get some shit out of here. I got my wallet in the car. We gotta go, homie. We, yeah, gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go right now. My gotta, wife's calling me. We gotta we go. Got, we gotta go. Jay Z got. Uh, yeah. We gotta go. Yeah. Uh, thou shall not use your real name. That's fair. That mm-hmm. is weird because yeah, the girls always like. What good difference does it make? She's like, she doesn't know you. My name is. And if you start dating her, she'd be like, I thought your name was Brian. No, like, oh, no, you know, my no. Brian. I lie in the club. But but the, the girl will give you some weird name. And it's like my name is Gemini. And you'll be like, oh, my uh, my name is Todd. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I've well, always given my real name. You should say my name is Chrysler. Yeah, <laughs> Jeepus Chrysler. Yeah. I always pause a moment before I give the name. It's kind of like at Starbucks where they ask you for your name, and then I always think I should give him a fake name, and then I don't give him a fake name because I'm thinking they'll know. They'll know I'm like they <laughs> they'll just swipe, smoke me out. They just swipe my credit card. They know my name's not Roger. That's true. But uh, yeah, I, sh- I should use a fake name. I need a good fake name. I think every man. Should have his fake name worked out. Clarence. Like, you could be Clarence. My name is Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You could be Clarence. All right. Lastly, uh, thou shall not buy your. Thou shall buy your boy a dance. That's fair. I think you, you buy your buddy. Hey, and the, the the guy's like looking at a girl, especially if he's the kind of guy who's a wallflower who's like looking. And you're like, dude, you know you like that girl. You know you like that. And he's like, Come oh, on. I don't know. You're like, Here's twenty. Enjoy yourself. Now I'd like to bring up one that no one mentioned, which. Todd had a fascination with when we were at the strip club, and I don't understand why. What is this? What's number, uh, looks like number four. Don't get too drunk? Mm, above that one. Yeah, that's oh, kind oh, of that, a problem oh, that, in my daily life. Thou shalt not pay attention to the DJ? Yes. Like, Todd was incessant <laughs> on, like, what the DJ was playing. How'd he get his job? This guy sucks. Remember that? Remember he was, like, complaining a shitload about the DJ. I come from a broadcasting background. Bro. I know. You were, like, critiquing his work and shit. Next critiquing. up, Ferrari. And then Todd comes out. Hey, dude, so how'd you get this gig? It's kind of shitty. Well, I'm like, he's not really hitting the post on, <laughs> exactly. on, on, on this stuff. Like, I was having some troubles with, with the DJ. And also, like, I get weird about the music they're playing. Like, if I'm getting a lap dance, the weird thing is if somebody plays some, like, weird, like, dubstep, hmm. I don't know when the song's over. Because the dubstep song could go on forever because it's not like your verse, chorus, verse. It's just like... And then they call it a song. I'm like, I don't know. That felt like two and a half minutes. So, like, really, the, the next, the real question here is, what's the best music for strip joints? Is it, is it the rock music? Because you've been to strip joints that have, like, the rock music. Yeah. And then there's the ones that have the hip-hop music. Which is it? You know, I, I feel like I prefer slightly either, I probably, if, if you have, like, techno music, rock music, or, like, hip-hop or, music. What about a strip joint that had jazz? <laughs> I don't know. Then the, the, the woman would probably be less aggressive. Like, That's what I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a little bit of Round Midnight by Thelonious Monk. I like rock music more for my stripping, but I think the strippers like the hip-hop shit more. Yeah, because they can get their groove on Yeah, I more. think they get into it more with the hip-hop, so I don't mind it. So right. if it was jazz... All right, let me cue up a little bit of jazz music right here. They're going to lose either way. Yeah. All right, let me cue up a little bit of jazz right here. <laughs> oh, see, I don't know about this. Yeah, this is Jazzy Todd here. Yeah, you're tickling my ADA keys. Why don't you get you a little, just a little, um, um, ooh, just hit that a little bit on the, ooh, sounds so good, so nice on the, ooh, and I feel like I just jazz into this here. Let me just feel that boom, boom, boom. You know, I, I, I feel like I'd have to get, you know, just kind of jazz, Jazzy Todd on this. This is your DJ at the strip club. Yeah, Jazzy Todd. This should have Jazzy Todd, the uh, jazz DJ at the strip club, you know, it's like, Oh, right now I'm going to play a little bit of Dizzy Gillespie. The, the problem with this would be that the, the DJ would be more into the music than he actually is into the girls. Yeah, he would probably nerd out on the music. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to play some. But you'd have to make announcements like that one DJ, like the, the strippers getting new titties tomorrow. <laughs> here's, some, yes. here's some Louis Armstrong. 
Suzanne's got new tits. Yeah, so everybody's got, everybody's got the boobly jubbly on the bumbly jumbly, but the newest, the latest in silicone, skittily about not the not bit of toys coming in here on Candy. Candy, who's got a rack that feels a little bit like the John Coltrane track in 1956 coming off a balcony in Brooklyn Field. This. Oh, we live at Birdland right now. The Birdland Strip Club. Tip awesome. your DJs now. Let's do this. Yeah. With that. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast tonight. It's nice to be back. Buck Perez, thank hey, you. Thank you. Oscar Tayeda. Sir. Leche. <laughs>